Good morning and welcome back to Margin. This morning, we're going to talk about what is most important about giving. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So we just went through a process of looking at the key takeaways from the last 11 themes in order to show you how building margin one area at a time can lead to a greatly increased ability to free yourself and provide leeway in your finances that will then in turn give you the ability to give and give more generously. So when we have gone through the process of building a plan to spend or budget there was a line item designated to giving. Now, many people probably would overlook this or delete it from their budgets uh, because they may not think they have the money to give. But I would just encourage you that you shouldn't wait until the dust settles uh, to see what's left over in order to give. You should set up a plan to give and follow through on it in order for what matters most to you to be honored. So one of my favorite things to do is to give, to listen intently to what's going on in the world around me and to give specifically, uh, quietly and intentionally to those things that I feel most drawn to give to. Now, our society is valuing generosity less and less as most look out for their own well-being far above the well-being of others. Now, people are also thinking about the optics of giving and how that could improve their their image or how they could receive a tax deduction from that. Now, we have seen significant increases in crime sprees over the last couple of years as people's mindsets have shifted from a place of just being jealous of what someone um, else has to becoming envious of what someone else has. Now, the former is wishing you had what someone else has. Uh, the former is wishing you have uh, what someone else has. And if you can't have that, neither should they. So as people have become more and more isolated, even though more connected than ever, uh, various outlets, uh, media outlets have driven home the notion that culture has deemed it to be acceptable that if you don't want to actually work for something, you should just take it. This mentality has led to to far less productive employees, people who are largely less involved in their communities, and a, a focus that is repeatedly tuned back on you as an individual and your wants and your needs versus the collective. Now, this is not a doom and gloom of where our society is necessarily, but should act as a calling up to be countercultural, to use your time, talent, and resources to reverse these trends um, that we are seeing run rampant in our culture. So how can you best contribute? How can you become more fiscally responsible by building in margin in order for you to be more actively involved? I would stop and ponder on that. Think about that. Now, this may look like you going from working a 1080 schedule or 
um, or an eight um, or nine eighty schedule, uh, meaning that you would work a five day schedule normally, and you would uh, you'd switch that to working a four day schedule every week or every other week, uh, but uh, but then allowing you to free up your time to volunteer, to give back, to donate, and engage yourself in what you deem to be most important. So many employers today will even promote this notion by setting up programs and workdays that are specifically focused on a certain mission. Now, just because the company you work for has a cause they support does not necessarily mean that it aligns with how you want to give. So once you have a person, a family, uh, maybe a cause or a mission, maybe a foundation or a church or a nonprofit otherwise that you want to support, think about what form or forms that support will take. Now, you could volunteer your time, do some pro bono work, uh, or contribute financially. And if you are a member of a church, let's say, uh, typically that takes the form of a tithe and it's a way for you to support the church financially. Then there is opportunities to give above and beyond that in the form of an offering uh, for, for, for maybe a project or an outreach. So in this case, or this example, you may choose to give 10% as a tithe and then volunteer your time to that specific outreach. So I'm not sure who originated this saying, but it's more important that you decide than what you decide. Now, of course, that depends on the decisions you're making, but overall, I think it's helpful and helpful in context of this, uh, meaning that you don't always need to overanalyze things. Don't get paralysis by analysis in the form of giving. Make sure that you are involved as much as you can be to give back and that you are not getting stuck or stopped uh, because you're trying to look at all the possibilities in regards to giving back. Now, there will always be needs to give to, but focusing in on where you can have the greatest impact will ensure you don't give to every need and end up limiting your impact in a specific area that you should have focused your efforts in. Now, my call to action today is to choose to give, not necessarily focusing so much on what you give to, but that you're making the decision to give. Don't overanalyze it. Just choose to make a contribution by giving based on the information you have. Uh, and of course, I would encourage you to go through the process of vetting uh, who is the recipient of that but I just don't want it to stifle you um, from having a, a generous heart and a, uh, a, an ability to build that into your plan to spend. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day and we'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow, visit millenniummargin.com or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.